And the fucking microwave is engulfed in fucking flames. But my hand's going up your ass this time. <laughs> Remington's Artificial Rock Company. For all your artificial rock needs. Remington's Artificial Rock Company has been around since the early 1800s, supplying customers with artificial rocks of all sizes. If you've ever looked around your yard and said, wow, I need some artificial rocks, then <laughs> Remington's Artificial Rock Company is a company for you. Their rocks range in size from small rocks, small rocks to, 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 to larger, to the larger, the larger size rocks. For any garden needs. Okay. 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 I'm in tears. What's What's going on, Jerry? What's going on, Steve? What's going on, everybody? Oh my Welcome God! Welcome back to the Pace to Have <sighs> Friends podcast. Shout out to Remington's Artificial Rock Company. This is our first sponsor. Um, the podcast, the pilot, did so well that this company did message us I'm and they wanted crying. us to sponsor their <laughs> their rocks. They sell artificial rocks, uh, like I said in the little clip there. Uh, they sell little ones. If you guys want, they also sell these ones right here. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can buy them for your yard. You can do all kinds of things with them. <laughs> Remington's Artificial Rock Factory. Check them out on all socials, uh, and we're gonna plug them below. And we might even be airing a commercial of theirs later this week. This is the Pace to Have Friends podcast. What a pilot we had, Steve. What do you Dude, think? Over 230 streams on YouTube. That is awesome. Over 250 total streams. Yeah. That's a that's a good turnout, man. I, I'm very surprised with how that came how that came out. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that many people to watch it. You know. Yeah. So you would ask me to do, to do the podcast with you before when it was the runaround. Yeah. And like, I'm not a big podcast guy. Like to entertain people just with talking. Didn't think it was. I wasn't really into it. But we tried that pilot out and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm really like thankful for everyone who watched it. Like over 200 views. I was expecting maybe like 20. I would have been happy. I'd be happy to do this for 50 people a week, man. So to yeah, have people that yep. that keep watching it, if we keep getting that kind of turnout every week, then that is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. I, I have I will have no complaints, and we we yeah. really appreciate the support from everybody. Um, we hope that you guys continue to watch, continue to leave comments, send us videos, a anything you guys want. We, we like doing this, and yeah. if people like watching us do it, then we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, We actually have a new sound guy this week because uh, we <clears> thought that Stan kind of talked a little too much last week. Stan so. opened his mouth one too many times. Yeah. We had so, a conversation, and it was just better that we moved on. So, yeah, we do want to introduce you to our new sound guy this week. His name is Hather. Hather. Uh, what nationality is that? Uh, Polish. He's Polish. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Hather. Polish, and yeah. his last name's uh, Delilah. Hather Delilah, right? Yep. Is your, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. right. Yeah. So, um, uh, everyone, you know, just say hello to Hather. And, uh, hey there. Pilot episode. We are trying to upgrade our set a little bit. Um, trying yeah, to make it a little bit better for you. We're see. trying. It's it's going to be a slow process, and we appreciate. You know, we're mm. working out the kinks weekly. We we change the lighting in here a little bit. We posted mm. some pictures of that. We're trying to, we're trying to get to the best possible. That, mm. uh, you know, episodes every week that we can get to. Um, yeah. So we appreciate yep. everybody's patience. This is definitely a podcast on a budget, though. You know what I mean? We're not Joe yeah. Rogan yet. 
But yesterday we did go out and uh, buy some lights and stuff like that. Yeah, but. we had we had a good afternoon yesterday. I think we're gonna slowly progress to somewhere mm. where we'll be we'll be you know cruising in style. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the trip yesterday was kind of an adventure, though. I don't think there's ever been a moment in our lives together where we've gone out in public and something like bizarre. Something. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So yesterday we went to Best Buy because we had to get lights. So we went to Best Buy to check it out, and we actually met this guy mm, um, yep. who works at Best Buy. This he, isn't strange. This is like <clears> wholesome. We like. He yeah. cashed us out. Um, his name is Wesley. Shout yeah. out to Wesley. Shout out Wesley. Um, he subscribed to the podcast right at the cash <clears throat> register. Funny thing though, he asked what the name of the podcast was, and he had his phone on full volume. He's like, "Oh, I'll look it up right now, so I can subscribe." And he clicked on the video. So when you click on the first episode of the video, the first thing that. <sighs> The first thing that comes up is Steve going, Whoa, what the fuck? So that just <laughs> So we played that full volume at the help desk, but no, he's a great guy. We we love talking to you, Wesley. Thank you for subscribing to the show. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was uh it was a fun day yesterday. You yeah. barked at a guy um driving by and he barked back. Yep. So that's definitely like, a DMX fan. That's something we like we've done since high school. Like we always like harass people outside of our car windows by like barking at them or something. As a joke, but this guy did bark back, which is weird. Yep. Um, shout out to that guy for barking back. Dude, a lot Big of stuff dog. happened. We pulled up to this Dunkin' Donuts yesterday, right? Oh, Jesus oh, my Christ. God. So this Dunkin' Donuts, I think, is, like, built next to, like, a septic system. Built on, like, a sulfur deposit. Yeah, it is. Dude, it, yeah, right, sulfur. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely geological. This thing reeks, dude, right? So we pull up to the box. I am, dude, I was gagging at how it bad that smelled pretty over fucking there. bad. I pull up to the box, and I'm trying to order in between gags. And I'm, I'm laughing at the same time. Yeah, it was fucking bad, man. I don't know how they work. I couldn't work like that. Yep. I asked this guy for a chocolate milk. He goes, we're all out of chocolate munchkins. I was like, well, that's good if I want a chocolate munchkin, yeah. but I want a fucking chocolate I don't milk. blame, though, because like I said, I was gagging while I was ordering, so it was hard to understand. Then, like, so now my stomach's all messed up from that, right? And then on the way home, we have to stop and get gas. So Steve goes into Cumberland Farms because he wants some food. And what'd you order? Well, I, everyone knows that Cumbies has pizza. I, mm. I think Cumbies pizza's pretty good. They had this hamburger pizza. I picked yeah. it up, and the back of the fucking pizza was soaking yeah. wet. They put it in, like, a bag, Covered right? Covered in yeah. fucking grease. <laughs> I get it in the car, and Jerry looks at it, and he starts <laughs> fucking gagging, and his eyes are like, I'm thinking about it right now. His eyes are watering. His eyes are watering. And he goes, you need to get that out of my fucking car. This kid's going to throw up. He pulled... I don't even want to think about it. This thing... Dude. So I roll the window down, and I threw the, the pizza. Sw- <laughs> the I thing threw the- I'm thinking about it right now, dude. I'm like... I'm going to throw up. You want my hat? This thing smelt like fucking chili. Yeah, it was bad. Right, dude. this kid throws it out the fucking window, right? <laughs> it fucking sticks to all ears. <laughs> fucking thing stuck to a telephone pole. A slice of pizza. <laughs> oh my god, it was fucking brutal. But yeah, that is a that's a recurring trend. Any, anytime we go out in public, yeah. something weird happens. Just another day in the life. Yeah, Jerry and Steve the, uh, adventures. Throw it at the dog man. Have him catch it in his mouth. Yeah, fucking yeah. Oh, even yeah. He would, he would, <laughs> yeah, he'd throw it up though. I don't think a dog would eat that. No, it was yeah. fucking gross. Dog food on um, slice. All right, gross. so let's get into our first segment, uh, Blast yeah. from the Ooh, Past. Yes, right, yes. We are going to be blasting the past. And I know Steve has a story he wants to tell you this week. I do have a story. I don't even know if this should be uh, released to the public. I mean, yeah. I think only a select few of people, people know I'm about sur- this. I'd be surprised if people even remember this, but like... So, as you all know, me and Jerry went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been very good friends for a long time. And Lovers. for the last two years of high school, we had lunch together. Mm. So, I mean, we, we would always mess around at lunch. You know, it's just a fun time. We do crazy stuff all the time. And then I, think I used to smash grapes on my head. Yep. 
Yep. I used to smash and make grape, grape juice, grape juice. Take <laughs> a little portion cups yep. of grapes. I go, grape juice, grape juice, and I'd smash Fuck. them up. Yep. Fuck. Dude, look, look at mine. I'm missing one. Anyway. Yep, there you go. Cool. Um, so, one day in high school lunch, we, um, we were just sitting around doing what we normally do. Uh, Jerry had a banana. And he didn't want to eat his banana. And mm-hmm. in, in, in our cafeteria in lunch, we had um, a microwave that was like kind of like just the, for the general public. It was in the middle mm-hmm. of the cafeteria so you could heat up your lunches. So me and Jerry came up with this brainiac idea. Like, dude, let's take the banana mm-hmm. and melt it in the microwave. So this way the next person that goes to use it. It was just a like, peel. It was just a peel. Yeah, yeah it, was it was just a banana just, peel. It was just yeah, melted shitty banana peel yeah so like you know we're fucking stupid so we're like in our heads like this oh, is a great idea yeah it's a great prank this is a funny great oh, yeah, prank, greatest yeah. prank yeah. you can come up with oh yeah <clears throat> so me and jerry sneak up to the microwave all casual mm-hmm. and we put the banana in. he puts it in for like 10 seconds yeah, like 20 yeah. seconds tops and i'm like no no no, it's not gonna melt in 10 seconds i'm like we gotta put it in for like two minutes right, right. so he's like i think that's too much I'm like no no no, it'll be fine it'll be fine two minutes is it, it, it'll yeah. be it'll melt it'll be all gross it'll be fucking sick so we put it in for two minutes and we walk back to our seats and we sit down and we keep eating our lunch <laughs> so the two minutes uh is, is counting down now and our buddy zach is sitting where our well, backs yeah, are our to, backs are to the microwave, to the microwave. Yeah, we can't see him and zach is sitting in front of us and zach goes uh Hey Jerry, I think your banana peel's on fire. Yup. Yep. Oh <laughs> so me and God. Jerry turn around, and the fucking microwave <laughs> is engulfed in fucking flames. It is I, up in dude, smoke. When I was when I say that I was like scared, I was scared because like in high school I was a pretty studious kid. Like I had good grades and stuff. Like never got in trouble. I didn't like get into trouble. I wasn't a mischievous kid at all. When that thing was on fire, I'm like, dude. We're gonna get fucking suspended, expelled. Yeah. Cause that's like arson at that point. You know yeah, what I mean? it's it's it's, ar- it's definitely arson. And the thing is, like, obviously, like they probably had, I felt like they had cameras like above us or something. So I'm like, even if we don't say anything, cause like I was about to admit to it, and then Steve, you were like, no, don't, I was like, don't fucking, don't say, fucking anything. say anything. And in my head, I was like, yo, they have fucking cameras. They're gonna know it's us. So it's better to admit to it and be honest, kids about it. We'll probably get in less trouble. Steve goes, don't say a fucking word. <laughs> And How like everyone knew it was us, cause Zach knew it was. They everybody, saw, they knew, everybody yeah. saw it was us. Right. I think like Tori Libby came up to after me, uh, like after lunch. She's like, Jerry, what happened to there? So everyone knew it was us. Yeah. So the microwave catches on fire, and our assistant <laughs> vice principal comes sprinting across oh, the cafeteria. Yeah. She, the microwave's on like a wheelie cart. Yeah. So she grabs a wheelie cart. It's the dead of winter. She's <laughs> running full speed across the cafeteria with a flaming microwave. Man. She kicks open the fucking outside oh, door yeah. and throws the fucking microwave in, in the, the snow. In the snow. And yep. then just close the door and then that was it yeah lunch like, went like on. it was nothing lunch, yeah lunch went yeah. on like nothing nothing happened after that for the rest <laughs> of that day dude <clears throat> i was so scared i came home you know like when something bad happens to you and you come home and you're just like you, you know, get that feeling like in the back of your neck you're yeah, like oh shit yo, yeah. all night dude, i couldn't <laughs> sleep i i was so afraid to go into school the next day too i remember because i was like yo they're gonna pull me in the office and they're gonna like they're gonna say something nothing ever happened yep from it that was a good time that was a good time what's going on over there man it's not recording. Another blast from the past too. Like, so this involves Brett, someone in the peanut gallery, right? We tell this story all the time. So oh, the fucking yeah. Man. So when I was in uh, high school, like a freshman, Brett was in middle school, and basically at the end of the day, um, I took what was called the transfer bus, and the transfer bus took me from the high school to the middle school, and then we'd all get on our normal buses and we'd go home from there. Yeah. But basically, what would happen was my transfer bus. Or my normal bus was parked next to Brett's real bus. 
and I didn't know who he was. You're some random kid. So I would do all kinds of weird shit to him, like from across the window. I'd see him every day. I'd always make weird faces at you. I'd be do, doing like weird sexual gestures at you. I was pretty much like just being a fucking creep, right? But he was laughing, so I was like, this is funny every day, right? I think your bus driver knew me, knew me too, right? She's like, oh yeah, that's Jeremiah, which is humiliating. But anyway, so like. Obviously, I was like, I'm going to keep doing this kid, doing this to this kid, like, all year. Because I'm never going to speak to this kid ever again. Whatever. I'm never, never going to be friends with him, right? So, shoot to after high school. We're playing, like, hockey over here at my house, right? And Steve, we're looking for another person to play. And Steve over here goes, oh, I know this kid, Brett Sagala. He'll come and play for sure. I'm like, Steve, you can't invite that kid. You go, why? <laughs> because I, I go, dude, like, we don't know who, each other, but, like, I know who he is. And I used to do all kinds of weird shit to him when he was in, in middle school. You cannot invite him over. Steve goes, suck it up, dude. He's not going to care. He probably doesn't even remember. So we invite Brett over. And, of course, he remembers. And, obviously, that was, like, so awkward the first day. But <laughs> it worked out. So now we're friends now. But, yeah. You we were had, young we there, some... too. You Yeah. What, eighth grade? Seventh dude, we grade. could we could go on and on. There are so many, yeah. so many fucking great cringy things that have happened yeah. to us over the years. It's it's fucking nuts. Yeah, that banana peel was nuts, dude. <laughs> yeah, because all my friends knew me as like a pretty much a goody two shoes. Yeah. Actually, I was like, we set the cafeteria on fire. A CD? No, we didn't do the CD. Someone did that. Yeah, no, we didn't do that. Oh, really? We just did a CD in the microwave. Well, that would get all like like zappy, right? Like, yeah, people were menaces at lunch, dude. Because we had something called a senior lounge, too. We used to fill the roof of the senior lounge with, <laughs> yeah, dude, with no, no. chocolate milk. Yeah, dude. That's what, that's what I was going to bring bring up. In the corner. It was yeah, a drop dude. ceiling, right? In the corner of the senior lounge. So the senior lounge is basically like in, think about a cafeteria, and then there's a stage where they used to have like plays and stuff like that. That was like the main stage before they had the auditorium or whatever. Mm. So up there was like where the senior sat. We had a couch and a TV and a mm, microwave yeah. and stuff. So in the left corner of the senior lounge, uh, the drop ceiling above us was gone. Right. So we used right. to sit up there, and every day we would take our milks and we would fucking throw our milks yeah, in the yep, ceiling. Yep. And one day there was so many fucking milks in the ceiling that the next drop ceiling tile broke, and all these fucking milks <laughs> fucking fell down on the dude. Table. That janitor wanted to probably kill himself. Honestly, we, we used to dude, destroy were, that fucking place. Were you uh, Were you still in school when we did the food fight? No, I think that. Do you gone guys remember then. the food fight at all? Yes. That. Yeah, it was a. This wasn't like yeah, hey, I just a couple, graduated. No, this wasn't a couple kids that threw stuff. This was a real food fight that I got to experience. Like it was insane, dude. Ready? So, all right, let me tell this story, dude. Blast from the past, right? Um, so basically, I think the seniors that year wanted to start a food fight in the cafeteria. Like I said, not like some you know little bitch. Like food legit. Fight. This like, was a real food fight, yeah. right? So word got out, and basically. Um, all the teachers found out because someone probably snitched or something or, you know, overheard that, you know, this was going to be a real food fight. So then the day of that it was planned, they had a bunch of those school security officer, cops, whatever you want to call them. They were all in the cafeteria, right? Funny thing too, I got switched into that lunch period that day because there was some kind of discrepancy of some kind. So I was going to miss the food fight, but I got switched into it. I was pumped, right? So we're sitting in the cafeteria and the whole cafeteria is dead silent. Because we all know. <laughs> and they, so basically, the reason they had the cops there is because you, that's like you can get reprimanded for that. Like you could, just, you know, that's like juvie if you start a food fight. Like you can get in real trouble for Which that. Which is fucking stupid. Dude. Yeah, right, right. Let kids be kids. Throw food. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So basically, yeah. in this cafeteria, dead silent, dude, you could hear a pin drop because someone had balls up and fucking do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude. Yeah, so someone had a balls up and do it. So we're all waiting for someone to do it. And, uh, Basically, we're all sitting there. We're all sitting there. I'm on like one far end of the of the cafeteria, and then I hear from the other end of the cafeteria, "Food fight!" I think it was like one of our friend's brothers 
who started it. And so I just see, dude, you ever see that scene in 300 at the end where all the arrows are going? <laughs> That's what it was like, bro. Like, I'm telling you, like, like a was, wave. Dude, I'm telling you, hamburgers, like, someone threw. So I was sitting with. I was, were you were you were in that period, yes. dude? Yeah, dude. So I remember sitting with Brittany Bebo, and someone threw like a strawberry milk that was open at the top, and it just covered her <laughs> hair, dude. It was insane. I'm like so pumped. I got to experience a real food fight. People were getting sent home after that. People started invent like the adults started investigating who did this, and then they did find out like who started it. Dude, that's the thing is everyone's gonna you're keep not their, gonna stop keep their kids. fucking mouth shut. Bro. Yeah, you know what? You bring you in, they go, "Who started the food fight?" And you yeah. say, "Your mother." Yeah. But I think what they did, because that poor janitor, like I think his name was Gary, if I'm not mistaken. Gary Cooter. Yeah. Cooter Hopkins, baby. Like that guy's not going to clean that. Legend. That, that theater was a, it got trashed, dude. Did you experience anything crazy in high school? <clears throat> hey there? In Poland? Oh, no see. way. Your kids are fucking. I kids. mean, like, there was like, there was like, What'd you guys we do didn't have Poland? any massive food fights, but I remember I was in the senior lounge and I just saw like one girl get up on the table with like a tray of food and she just went, like, you know, when somebody gets pied in cartoons, yeah, like, yeah. Cream it was pie. like, they just the, cream pie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she just got up and just whammed it, whoop, boom, and yeah. the other girl, like, shot yeah. back. He's just fucking, whoop, 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 so in our that school, was a fucking zoo. Yeah, well, you definitely remember this. Uh, hey there, I don't know if you had something like this in Poland, mm-hmm. um, but we had a program. It was called like the Phoenix House, and basically what we did we did is we tried to integrate like inner city kids, like troubled kids, into our school. Right? You remember this? Mm-hmm. Well, there would always be fights breaking out. Always, always fights breaking out in our school because of this. And I remember one in the cafeteria, like one of the girls was like yelling at her boyfriend or something like that. They're all expletives, all like really, you know, horrible things they were saying to each other. And the guy was just taking it. And all of a sudden he just puts his hand in like a plate of mustard and just wipes it on her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Kids were unhinged. High, in high school, school was fucking nuts. Yeah, it was a trip. But uh yeah, good blast from the past, man. Yeah, that banana story, I'll never forget that. That yeah, was, was fucking yeah. nuts. All right, next segment. Crazy current events. Yes. The mojo. Now if you guys remember from the pilot, if you watch the pilot this is the segment where Steve and I bring up two news stories. One is real and one is fake. And we have to guess which one is which. Steve has two and I have two. So, Steve, I went first last week. Why don't you go first this week? Okay, so this one this one is uh, near and dear to my heart because it's where, uh, you know, it's, it's local to us. Mm-hmm. Gloucester residents want to stop the driveway panty dropper. Mm-hmm. Gloucester police chief said the department is aware of the situation on Sawmill Road where an unknown individual is leaving underwear at the end of people's driveways. More recent incidents were first reported by a Gloucester resident on the Facebook page on July 23rd. Mm. She said there was a woman driving up and down Sawmill Road leaving underwear at the end of driveways. In a post directed to the offender, the resident questioned the person's motives and asked him to <laughs> knock it off. She said plastic gloves are Literally. not cheap and she would appreciate being reimbursed for the amount she is going through to clean up your gross-ass underwear. Oh, my God. Is this, like, local Gloucester? It's, yeah, yeah, like, Gloucester. Oh, like they my go, God. So the, the, whoever does it goes, like, all the way up to Situate because it's posted, like, the Situate Facebook page, too. It's like a it's like a big fucking deal. People get pissed oh, off about man. it. All okay, right. so there's that one. Okay. <laughs> New story number one. Yep. He's getting better. Yep. He's getting better. No freaking alligators this week. <laughs> Gladys McElroy mm-hmm. of South Wales mm-hmm. recently gave birth to quintuplets. Yep. This is the first known case of quintuplets in South Wales. 
since the early 1700s. Okay. When asked, how does it feel to have so many kids at once? She said, it's a true blessing, and she wishes that everyone could experience having this many children. They asked the husband, mm. and the husband was not around to answer. <laughs> what is a great punchline. Yep. That's almost a joke. That's a story. That's it. You hear the punchline at the end of it? Was not around. Yeah, so yep. the fucking dad bailed probably because yeah. there's too many kids. Poor, right. that's poor Gladys. Kids. Okay. Um, poor Gladys. Damn, dude. That's good. You did a good job this week. You got the feel Gloucester for it. Is, Gloucester is local, and that sounds like something that would happen locally here. The dad was not around to answer. That sounds like a joke Steve would make. That's <laughs> not a joke. That sounds like, be, that sounds like I a made story. it sound like a joke, but it was more like the dad wasn't around to come make a comment. Like dad wasn't around to comment. Maybe he was like, at work dude, or something. I, yeah, it, it could be, but like I think it was funnier to say it like he just got out of dodge. <laughs> I'm gonna say the panty dropper one is true. Fuck, dude, I can't beat this hey. kid. All right, nice, cool, cool. I can't. Beat that this sounds kid. like something that would happen around here. Yeah, that's like a real. That thing. That sounds like something you'd find on the Facebook, the, the Barville bitch page on Facebook. Yeah, or people something. getting pissed about it. It's like yeah. a real thing. Like kids go around and like take what they put pumpkins in people's yards and stuff. Like kids are rascals. Take would take you. Yeah, when remember that was my senior year when yeah. everyone stole all the pumpkins and put them and filled the the football field with them. I want to say they also like put them in Mr. Cash's driveway yeah. or something like that. And you couldn't even get his car out of his driveway. The flamingos. Like, they would steal the flamingos. Yeah. Like listen. You put something on. You put something on your front lawn. A high school kid's gonna steal. Oh it. yeah, yep. every time. Yep. every fucking time. I, I remember in high school, like <laughs> I was with a group of my friends, and we uh, they stole a bunch of political signs. You know, like the town, uh, and we stored like a bunch of them in his shed. There was like a fucking stockpile of just local town hall, like uh, yeah, <laughs> political signs in this like kitchen. Like fucking Kale signs. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Kids are, you know, those are kids putting the panties on the on the driveway. There's no. I way. wish it was still like the kids will be kids thing, but that's like not a thing. No, it's not I would a get thing. So offended. Yep. Yeah. Offend. Yeah. Very sensitive people. Oh, Trick. stop recording. Just press the red button again. Okay. Oh, cool. Nice. Nice. All right, Jerry. Hey, you did your... good this week, man. You did. Good. I ha I had to think about ahead. that for sure. Okay. So I have two stories here. One is real. One is fake. All right, I'm getting you because it's three to one. Three I think you, I think you might get me. Three nothing right All now. All right. So first story. When the prison staff asked 33-year-old Jeremy Morris if he wanted anything special for his last meal, this man's down death row, he answered, I just want a Bible. So basically what happened was the prison guards thought that maybe instead of eating for his last meal, he wanted to repent for his sins and, you know, just say the final words to God before he passed away. So the prison guards of the William C. Holman Correctional Facility watched this happen against all expectations the condemned murderer began tearing up the holy book and he started eating it. That is the first story. Second story. A woman, an art collector, spends $10,000 on an art piece called Fresh Air. You will not believe this. There's nothing that is not, there's no art. The piece is invisible and is part of a gallery of invisible artwork. But the buyer who buys an invisible piece of artwork gets a little card or a placard basically saying that she bought the artwork, proving that, you know, you bought the invisible piece, invisible piece of artwork. Um, the artwork has been described as buying an endless tank of oxygen. So basically when asked and interviewed about this, the buyer said she, why she bought it. She said, I'm a huge supporter of abstract art. And I figured this would be a good way for me to put my money where my mouth is. So basically she bought nothing for $10,000. 
Dude, this kid's good at this. Ah, oh, shit. The second one, people would fucking do something like that. That's mm. the thing. Mm. But then again, a guy ate a Bible. People have eat, eaten weirder shit. People have eaten weirder shit. I had a Bible for breakfast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to say the second one is fake. The Invisible Art? Yeah. I got you again. Fuck! Yep. Invisible art is true. I fucking knew it was true too. And that Motherfucker. So basically, you can cancel the segment. You can also look this up, Sean. The invisible yep. artwork that right. Fresh Air is actually a um, that piece of artwork was specifically made by James Franco, and she bought it. So it was like an invisible art gallery called Fresh Air. Dude, I'm so sick of getting fucking owned and then having to look at this. Shit. I was nervous, dude. I was really, really nervous about this one. Uh, yeah. So. I actually want to see if a picture comes up or if nothing comes up at all for, for this There one. it is. Woman pays $10,000 for non-visible work of art. Yeah. Art. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's probably like a stock image, but that's probably... Like exactly what, what it looked yeah. like. Yeah. Or didn't look like. Wow! Four to nothing. I got him again, baby. Nice. Four to nothing. I what are we doing? Like first to ten? First to ten has to, the other person has to do something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The other whoever the winner is gets to decide. Okay. Cool. Right. So for this next part of the podcast, I want to talk about you know something that's a big part of our lives, but maybe not so much anymore. Um, video games, right? We talk about pop culture on here, movies. Um, gaming is also a huge part of our life, and honestly, like a big part of society now is gaming with like twitch society yeah right you have like twitch streamers now people are doing it as like a full-time job um but for me i don't know if you guys feel the same way um like i feel like i kind of outgrew video games i would agree i used to be like you a big um like a big single player game like yeah gamer right like a single player yep. campaign gamer yeah. i think the problem is now is our attention span is like much like we've grown so much that like it's hard to get us like glued to a game yeah like like, now I have a hard, like when you're younger obviously you have an easier time believing in what you're playing than mm. like when we're older like yeah spyro was my favorite game love like, spyro kids were my favorite game so when the, the trilogy last well, dropped yeah right right like me and you know life the trilogy yeah like, right I got bored of it. Yeah, like, I remember it was you calling so it. so fucking repetitive. Yeah. And I was like, I actually played this as a kid. This is fucking yeah. brutal. In its defense, though, I think we, we played all three, like, in a row. In success, 100% in right, the whole right. game. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that, like, I wouldn't say that's the game's fault. Like, the know, fact like, that I played all three. But and, no, just, like, the way you're playing it, like... Yes, okay. You spawn a map. You fucking kill a bunch of monsters. Doesn't it feel you save like, a dragon. Doesn't it feel like the magic was gone a little bit? Like, the formula was there. And the I spark is gone. Yeah. Ironically, the dragon flying... Spark. Spark. Sparks. Spark. Dude, bark. that's such that's such a good bark. Such bark. a good such a good point. Because you mentioned attention span, right? And I feel like that's a huge thing. I literally bought a gaming PC during the pandemic because there's nothing else to do, right? So I was like, maybe I can try to get back into I gaming. I can't I just can't, man. We talked about attention span. The only game I play on that fucking monstrous PC is Rocket League. Because five-minute matches, they go super quick, competitive, it's fun, and then I shut it off. I tried to play a game called um, Abduction. Yeah. Um, it's a, it was a game that's right up my alley. Something I really like. I like um, I like like uh, free world puzzle games. Mm, so Abduction yep. is basically like you're abducted from Earth by this celestial being, and you're put on this planet where they've made like hmm. they've made it look like Earth. Yeah. And it basically is like this old mining village. Yeah. And like these aliens control it, but when you get abducted, by the time you get there, the 
there's been like a war and the, the humans have waged war against the, this sounds good it, it, it should have been a really good game and basically like you get there and it's a barren like wasteland like fucking mm. like western oil town you know what I mean like would you have to like build stuff up you and... have to like like there's the solve puzzles and mm. stuff like that like there's certain ways to open doors like you set things certain ways it's, it, and you, excuse me it's all free roam so you like walk around and try to solve would you this say thing. this is like Breath of the Wild where like that kind of puzzle solving in a free yeah almost oh, like okay. yeah uh, probably on, like a little bit lower of a scale but like you know there's certain like there's certain actions you have to do that dictate how something else happens. If you fuck it up, you have Yo, to like restart the game. Right. Like if you don't do it right or like pay attention to something, like you basically have to restart because you, you can't, I can't fucking do figure games out. like that. I can't do it. So that's something I really like. I yep. really like like strategy, like mm. shit like that. And I tried playing it, and I probably put like three hours into the game. And right, I'm just which is like, nothing, dude. Which nothing. Is nothing. And I'm just like, to, like, dude, like, I had to like, I had to like force myself to get those three hours. I'm like, dude, it it's just insane. isn't. I'm just bored of it. I almost like hated though because like I want to get into it. It's not that I don't want to play video games. It's like, but when I start playing. Like when I start gaming, I feel like I'm not doing something productive. I envy those people that can still do that. Like, and I still have like an imagination. That can still get in there and like yeah. play and no life a whole fucking game. Because right, they, and they get like that. super invested into yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, like when Avengers came out, mm. I was like, dude, I'm a I, everyone knows I'm a huge Marvel fan. Yeah. I love Marvel. There was like a so, Square Enix like yeah, uh, Avengers Square Enix, game, right? Yeah, so Square Enix came out with Avengers. Yeah, and it was basically the story of Miss um, Marvel yeah. who um, gains her superpowers but like has to hide them from society because mm. um, basically they think the Avengers like are evil and stuff like that. So yeah. I tried playing that through, through that campaign, which was kind of similar to like how the Spider-Man campaign was, mm. and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I just couldn't. It's funny you mentioned Spider-Man. That game was incredible. I couldn't finish it. I don't know what happened. That game was incredible. There was a stint where that game came out. I think 2018, 29, whenever it came out, where Brett, you, and myself, we spent a few days like up in you know the. It was loft. a good. It sucks. It's a good game, but I yep. just I I think the problem is it's, it's believing in what you're playing at that point. Yeah. That was the closest I came to get back into gaming. Like when we when we did that, we set up a little gaming room in the uh, the loft where I live, and uh, I think we bought a we brought a PS2 over. We started playing some of the games from our childhood. Even then, like the magic was gone for me. Yep. We were playing Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper, and I don't know you what realize, it was. Like wow, these games are like not as good as you thought they were. Yeah, like they're good. You but, see the but, games for what they they actually are. Yeah, is what okay. I should say. Yeah, exactly. Like they're still very good classic games, but you can see the formula, you can see how it's programmed, you know what I mean? I think that's part of just being an adult now because we don't see it as like this magical world that like you're teleporting into and Yeah, another thing is time too. I don't have time to sit down yeah. and no life a game anymore. Right. Cuz when you do have free time, right? You want to spend it doing other stuff yeah. that's productive. Exactly. Like um like for me, music. Like, like I'll be playing a game, and I'm like, why am I not fucking writing a song right now, or yep. you know, playing guitar? It's tough, man. Yeah. Growing up is it's definitely it's definitely weird. Nostalgia is definitely mm. a real thing, and you yeah. feel it more and more every yep. day. Would you say there every now and then you get a video game that comes out that really grips you, and it's like, fuck, man, like this this feels good. Like I feel like I'm playing. Like it feels like I'm a child again. Um, the last game that. I don't know, man. I can't it's even think right, of the last right. game that made me feel like the. Like, the days of, like, oh, my God, this fucking game's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I'm going to play this game until my eyes bleed. Yeah. I think the last time I did that was Black Ops Black Ops 2. Or right. No, Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3 was the one with the... Which is not kind of a long time ago at this point, right? Yeah, it was, like, 2015, 16. Right, right. So, like right that. out of high school, we were still kids for the most part. Yeah, you know that mean? was, like, the last game I, like, yeah. played vigorously. Even that, that's a first-person shooter. I didn't play the campaign. Yep. So, from that angle, like, growing up, like, hurt your love of... Like a hobby like that, but also, like, kind of put some blame on the industry too. Games aren't what they used to be. It's becoming well. The problem is that kids nowadays can't fucking sit still for ten seconds. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like when they, you see like a game, are, like everything moves 
like one thing goes from popular to nothing so fast. Yeah. Like that's why these battle royale like uh, F, uh, FPS is like that's why those games are striving because they can change so yeah. much all the time. Right. Always right. changing. There's always something different. It's like, yeah. They call it games as a service. Yeah. Pretty much. So like think of something like GTA Five. Right. That game came out in 2013. I was still in high school. Yep. That game is still being like worked on, and yep. they add new stuff because they know they can make money with it. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's, like, that's why a lot of games today are free. Because they know people will pay. Yeah, right. And like people are up? still waiting for GTA 6 to yeah, pop Yeah, dude. Around. Like, they just had all the gaming conventions and award shows and all that stuff. Yeah. And there's still no announcement of a new one. So, like, I remember the PS2 era. There were new video games, like, all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, you could go into a GameStop and be overwhelmed. I loved the Ratchet and Clanks. Like, every time a new Ratchet right. and Clank come out, I'd play it. Right, like, dude. And, and the thing even... is, but there was a new Ratchet and Clank game, like, every one or two years you know what i mean but now like you wait like literally there'll be like one ratchet and clank game for a whole gaming gen uh, it's only, generation it's only a matter of time too before like i think they should do it because i think it'd be beneficial like we play chell like, mm, yeah Chell, we play mad yeah. like sports games again like but like short attention span right like yeah like quick things but i think at some point they might even turn into like okay this is like madden they call it like madden forever or like whatever mm. they call it madden 23 where it's yeah. just one game yeah. from now until the end of time and they just update the roster update. rosters adding new modes mm. down the dlc like all that shit yeah like that's probably going to be the best way for them to do that because yeah. like how i am now like i'm not spending fucking 90 dollars now they're even more expensive yeah they're more too. expensive i think like, i'm not spending 90 dollars every year for updated rosters and for you guys not to fucking dude, change like anything. this this Latest. I'm a big franchise player. I like right. franchises and stuff fun. like that. Yeah, be a fun. pro, and like nothing's changed. It's mm. like still fucking boring. Yeah, this latest and those Madden games suck. Yeah, this latest Madden is getting flamed online, dude. Because like, if you look in like the stands, like the the bleacher section of like some of the fields, it still says like Madden 19 or something. They don't even update the fucking assets for the game. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously the magic's gone for us because we've grown up a little bit. But also, I feel like game companies know they can make a shit ton of money yep. without even working People on their video games. It. People especially sports games especially sports games um for me like the last game that like really hooked me i think the pandemic helped but because i didn't have anything else to do but i replayed skyrim with mods i like i had a blast doing that skyrim's good still good but again it's still suffering from like, like i look i was a big diablo player and like there's a lot of mm. games like that on pc like grim dawn grim yeah. dawn's supposed to be a really good one and there's a uh, path of exile it's supposed to be like this huge game on yeah. there and yeah. like we tried playing it and i'm like yeah dude that brings up another point sometimes games are so big now i get overwhelmed and i'm like i'm not fucking playing this what's your three most like it's so hard yeah. yeah it's hard as fuck and it's also vast like There's i get so overwhelmed too much i th i felt overwhelmed before i got to the first big city and then you get to the first big city and you're like i'm not i don't That's have like dark souls so hard. that's another thing dude. so oh fucking hard you, br you bring up a great point i feel like another trend right now is every like every game has to be fucking difficult as hell I played Bloodborne, which is from the same company that did Dark Souls, and I was stressed as fuck playing that game. Like, it was right at my alley. It was horror, Lovecraftian. That's like, what was it, Sek uh, Sekiro? Yeah. Sekiro? Yep. Sekiro? I yep. tried playing that, and I'm like, this is too fucking much. Yeah, right. Like, oh, man. I gotta, like, focus on my stamina from swinging a fucking sword. Like, I yeah. Like, I but when we're talking about Ratchet and Clank and how like there was a new one every one, two years, like, there were so many games. I feel like there's more indie games now in AAA releases are just like either non-existent or I think I had the Nintendo Switch and like mm. when I first got it I was like this is fun and then I was just like dude nothing good's coming out what, I can't pe people are still thinking of Breath of the Wild as a system seller for that 
which it is, is crazy. It was a fucking phenomenal game. I know life that game. Yeah, but right. even that game was fucking hard, man. Yeah, yep. I do think like game developers are so out of touch with what people want. Yeah, it's it's tough. So so yeah, that's that. Yeah. So, but we will probably talk about video games on this podcast. And yeah, like, we'll eventually you know, review some and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. We'll, you know, anything that interests us, we can keep up on gaming news and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a free for all. I mean, you know, we're going to try to stick to a script every week, but yeah. some stuff comes up and we want to talk about it, so not a big deal. Yeah. So um, gaming, yeah. a lost like magical feeling for me. I just don't feel the uh, no love lost, no love but, found. But hey, if you still enjoy gaming and like Steve said, you can no love. I'm envious, games. man. Yep. I'm you envious. come home from work, relax, turn on a video game, and not like feel guilty yep. about it. Jealous. Yep. Yep. So, um, all right. We just hit the 45 minute mark. So, wow. Yeah, I'm watching yeah, it on the yeah. screen. Yep. Yeah, we're doing all right, though. We're almost done. Oh, that's right. You guys can see it. Um, yep. So, sure. next segment, we got a movie review. So, yes. this week, uh, Steve picked the movie. We actually watched it here. Yeah, so last night we watched a movie on Netflix. I think that we should try to watch more movies that are on streaming platforms just because mm. it'll be more it'll be yeah, more easy. It'll be easier for yeah. people to watch them, you yeah. know, rather than try to I mean, granted it is good. Go to the movie theaters, okay? People, the movie theaters are an important part <laughs> yeah. of our uh, of yes. our childhood. I work at one, so don't put us out of business. Please. Yeah, please go Stand to the movie theaters. Yeah. But, you know, we don't care about Stan him Stan anyway. used to work at one, but he's an old... Yeah, Stan shit, is probably bro. going back to work at one because he lost a job. Yeah, here, Stan's so. an old did piece of shit. Did he lose the job or did he pass away? Well, he was old. He was old. <laughs> and we kind of did leave him on the side we of the... We might have broke his heart. Yeah. yeah, he died from a broken heart. Boy. So, we watched a movie called... <laughs> Rest Stan Little, Little Evil. Yeah, I'm going to pull up some info on it on my phone. So we it's, can, uh, uh, Sean, can you pull up Little Evil, please? Yes. On IMDB. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. I forgot we have, like, Because we have a television. It's called Little Evil. Uh, the movie had Adam Scott in it. Um, for those of you who don't know who Adam Scott is, he plays yep. uh, Ben Wyatt in um, Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. He is also in Krampus, yes. and he's in a couple other movies. He's in ACOD, um, Walter which is a movie I like. He's yep. in Walter Mitty. Yep. Uh, he's a good actor. I like him. Um, it had Mr. Krabs in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clancy Brown. Clancy, Clancy Brown. Brown. Yep. Great actor. So the, the premise of the movie is Adam Scott marries this woman mm -hmm. who... Um, has a son so he becomes a stepfather yeah um and as he's uh figuring out through meeting the son this son is basically the antichrist so he can like <laughs> but like literally though like, like literally he's literally he's not the just a bad kid he's no, like no, the he's literally the antichrist so it's like a comedy horror movie um so basically what happens is he goes through these series of events where the kid's trying to kill him or mm. hurt him or yeah. like hurt other people. And um, it actually, it, it, it was pretty good. We thought it was going to be shit, but it was yeah. actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's like, so again, it's a horror comedy, so don't expect to be like scared or anything like that. And I would say the humor is not like, it's very dry. Yeah, it's not crazy funny. It's dry humor. It's not going to have you in tears laughing, but it's it's very um, competent, I would say. The jokes yeah. are competent. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it was it was good. So basically, the premise of the movie is like it, it turns into a wholesome movie at the end. Yeah, um, no. there's the not theme. too much to talk about in it really. But like, yeah. if you like comedy horror, mm. I would recommend watching it. I think it was funny. I think that um, the the idea of the movie and how they mm. go about solving it was really good. Yeah, I think the execution was good for a Netflix original. Um, yeah, yep. production quality was good too. There's some effects at the it end. It was there. definitely yeah. watchable. Yeah. Definitely watchable. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of parts that made me laugh. I think there was um, yeah, there's, there's some shit that was funny. I like like he has a very reactionary type of um, humor. Yeah, like, like he'll walk in on the Antichrist kid and uh, like the TV's on the static and he's like being creepy. He has all, this little kid has a puppet that's like a goat. Yeah, um, that's like how like the demon the talks to him. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times like uh, what's his name? Uh, Adam Scott. Yeah, his name? Adam Scott's like his uh, like I said, his humor is very reactionary. Like he'll look at the kid like what the hell? He's got some it? good accident too. It's got um, yeah. I always forget his name. It's got Turk from Scrubs. 
Oh yeah, uh, Chris D'Elia's in it. Yeah, right. Um, it had a lot of good. Yeah, actors. dude, like even Clancy Brown, like a Clancy Brown. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, it, it was good. Um, I would definitely recommend it. I would yeah. give it. Um, based off of what it's supposed to be as a movie, I'd give it like a seven out of ten. I agree with you. I, I was gonna give it a seven as well. Seven out of ten. I yep. think it was really good on Netflix. Little Evil. Yep. Give it a watch if you want something funny to watch at night. You know, a little a little scary but funny at the same time. Yeah. I would give it a 7 too. So, um, the only thing I would say is like, there's stuff you've seen in here before. Like, I would say the side character there, she's like Melissa McCarthy, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's that sassy, fat white chick. Yep, you know, same like same the, deal. Yeah, like, yeah. The comedy relief. Ironically, I I didn't think she was like the funniest part of the film. I think no. the clown scene was like really funny. The clown scene was funny. Yeah, there's kid made me do it. <laughs> yeah, God. it was good, man. I'd, yeah. I'd definitely watch it. Yeah, it was a, it was good. Seven out of ten for both of us. Yeah. yeah, little evil. Check it out. It's on what we watch on Netflix, right? Yeah, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Cool. All right, my favorite segment. All right, movie improv. Get that fucking wheel out here, boy. Spin, 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 spin. Not yet. Not yet. We're not spinning yet. Relax. My bad. Relax. We're not spinning yet. Come on, Hather. Hey there, Delilah. That's his name. Oh, I'm ready. We don't want to see it yet. Just spin it. What? No. So everyone can see it. All right, everyone, everyone. Spin, 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 spin. What do we got? Well, we got. What do we got this week? Cars extended warranty. The movie. Woo! All right, Cars Extended Warranty. That um, that's the horror. That's the that's the thriller. Yeah, the I remember thriller. this was filmed in 2005, I believe, yeah. after Hurricane Katrina. I don't know why that has anything to do with anything. I, I don't know why that's when they chose to film it. So basically, it's um, it's like what's that other one where the guy like calls on the phone like you have seven days. What's what one's that? Oh, um, Taken. Taken, right? With Liam Neeson? Oh, I'm going to be sick. Don't throw up yet. Um, so basically, it's a horror film. <laughs> it's got Sandra Bullock in it. I think and the cast uh, Chevy Chase is actually the murderer. Yeah. Um, he does a really good job. Because uh, he's, he's what? He's the one calling. It's like a prank. Not a prank call, but he's calling about the car's extended warranty. So basically what it is, 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 a, is this guy who, like everyone knows, you get the, the car extended warranty calls on your, on your phone. They call all the time. So basically what this guy was is he pretended to be one of those people calling about cars right. extended warranty, but he was like using the location of the phone calls he was like t yeah. making to kill the people on right. the phone. Yeah. So basically he would be like, look, your car's extended warranty is expired. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. they'd be like, oh, like he would trace their call. He would go to their yeah. house and then he would kill them. This was like a critically acclaimed movie because it was this, M. This Night is, Shyamalan, I think. Yeah, the huge twist in it. Like, come to find out, Chevy Chase is actually Kermit the Frog. Crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. And basically... Well, he wasn't Kermit the Frog. They, Chevy Chase, when he would make the phone calls, he would voice... Like, his made his voice sound like Kermit right, the I'm Frog. Right, sorry, yeah. They couldn't yeah. afford to have a Jim Henson do the puppet work. Yeah. So basically, what they... They did as they had Chevy Chase do the Kermit voice. Yeah. Um, again, critically acclaimed because this this is kind of the realistic horror that scares people. You know what I mean? This isn't about a demon or ghost. This could you could get a car extended warranty call right now. It was like a really, it was like a serial killer movie. It wasn't like a like a, a phantom or a ghost. Right, or like right. this is like a real thing. The guy was making fake phone calls yeah. and finding out, killing people, and then stealing their cars. Right. So, so like we'll reenact the scene um, when Chevy first calls Sandra Bullock um, yep. and she's home alone. Yep. So. We are reenacting from Cars Extended Cars Extended Warranty the, the movie. The movie. Okay. Hello. Hi. I would like to tell you that your Cars Extended Warranty is up. I I don't have a car. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I know where you sleep at night, and I know that you have a car outside. Who is this? My name is not important. What is important? is that your car's extended warranty is up, and I will find you. You'll never find me! 
stuck outside in the tree. Oh man, that was scary. That bitch hung up on me. Do you hear? What was that? I know you're in there. Oh my god. Come out. Go away! I don't want you here! E-fi-fo-fump, your car's extended warranty is up. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, you bitch! I may be a frog, but your car's extended warranty. <laughs> your car's extended warranty is up. And I may be a puppet, but my hand's going up your ass this time. <laughs> Come here, you little bitch. End scene. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, fucking. That was hard to work with. <laughs> Your car's extended for me. Oh really? Oh really? And you guys spun that. Yeah, I would definitely recommend. I go. I'm a frog. Because <laughs> I may be a puppet, my hand's going up your ass this time. <laughs> and scene, that was uh, the famous scene from... Um, cars, cars Extended Warranty, warranty the movie. The movie. So, wow. That was we great. enjoyed. Alright, so now that that's over... Yep. We finally are able to do this segment this week. This is the Pays to Plug Friends segment. And yes. the first part of this segment is the talent portion. Yes. We have a video submission from none other than our boy Brett Sagala. Yep, Brett. Woo! Woo! So, Come hey on. there. Hey Come there. On. Yeah, Worcester. So, Get up. Get up. Get up. So, we have, not, radio. we okay. have not seen this yet. So, I don't know what to expect, but yeah. I can tell you that so my wife yeah. said. Yeah. My wife said that we owe this kid big time. So basically what we want from our fans is if we we want you to send us videos of your quote unquote best talent. Yeah. So basically we want you to send us something you've never done before, but try to make it look like you've done something before. So what the fuck? I don't know what Brett's talent is going to be. It's 20 but... seconds long. All right. So we get up on screw up on up on screen too. We also has it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we just pulled the thing up on the TV and the fucking TikTok logo's on it, so he posted it. Alright, we got the All volume right. up too. Right, volume up, volume yep. up. Okay, right, here we go. Yep, here we go. Brett, Brett's talent this week. This is probably one of the craziest talents you guys have ever seen. I could turn myself into a sandwich. Let's get right into it. First, we'll start off with the peanut butter. Then, we got some jelly on there. Last but not least, the main important part, an egg. <laughs> That's my talent. This kid's crazy. You're fucking crazy. Why are you wearing a fucking straw hat? Oh my god. This kid goes, I can turn myself into a sandwich. <laughs> First of all, who puts egg on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <laughs> he goes, last of all, the egg. <laughs> As if everyone was going, yo, when is this kid gonna put the egg on this fucking sandwich? Yeah, I know, right? Yo, you forgot oh the fucking egg. God. Oh, fucking God. Oh, oh, give it up for Brett, everyone. Woo! Woo! 
Yeah. Peanut butter bread. That's yeah. fucking great. Good work. That Thank you. It, that made it worth it that you skipped last week. Thank you for your submission, that sir. That was great. Please, um, if you want to be posted, uh, what do you want to be featured? Featured. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm mm-hmm. If you want to be featured on the podcast doing your crazy talent, please send it to the podcast email. Uh, mm-hmm. Pays to have friends with a two. Yeah. At gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yeah. We'll put that in the link of this week's episode yeah. so we can get the emails of the videos. Feel free to DM us, too, if, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, if you don't want to email, DM us. If yeah. you have our phone numbers, text us, like, please. Yeah. Uh, also, important to note that at the end of every year that we do this, the person who has the best talent of the year, we do have a prize. We're not going to disclose what it is yet. We're not going to tell you what the prize is yet. But you will get something at the end of the year, probably around Christmas We'll have time. an awards ceremony. I yeah. think we're probably going to, at the end of the year, maybe we'll do like a little New Year's celebration. Yeah, And we'll definitely. have an awards ceremony to ring in the new year of the yeah. podcast. We'll do something fun. Yeah, we'll do something fun and we'll give out some trophies and we'll yeah. um, we'll make a little... But again, thank you, Brett, for you know starting off the talent section as the first one we've ever yeah, had. Please. On the page yeah, to have friends podcast, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, right. in the last segment that we do every week this Whoa. is the this is the plugging of the friends this is the segment called pays, pays to, to plug, plug friends. friends i did it this week i did yeah. it this week i'm <laughs> on that shit you can't fucking sleep on me son this week uh, a good friend of mine um started his own bait company nathan correct yep his okay. name is nathan um his name of his company is beefcake baits um so we have a little blurb from him right here mm-hmm. um have you ever wanted to create your own custom baits Beefcake Baits is a family-run Rhode Island business. My brother and I spent a lot of time fishing all of Rhode Island and New England, fresh and salt water. We wanted to delve further into the fishing business by creating our very own custom soft plastic baits. Our goal is to provide custom baits that work very well in New England waters. Not only do we provide pre-made colors to choose from, we also make custom baits where you can completely customize color, flake density, and sink rate with no extra charge. We thought that would be a very useful thing to anglers around the world, and for anyone who is looking for that perfect bait to make an... Oh, I got an arrow block in the thing here, Steve. An okay... Well, day. Uh, okay day on the water into an... Epic one. Epic one. We have plenty of bait styles to choose from, from sticks baits, brush hogs, flipping baits, swim baits, and jig trailers. We have a full catalog on the Facebook page, Beefcake Baits. We will work with you to make the exact bait that you want. Also, we have an Etsy page where you can select one of our colors that we make and fish ourselves. Please do not hesitate to send us a message. We are eager to make that, make you that perfect bait that gets you the beefcake bass you were always looking for. Beefcake Baits. All right, so yeah. Get Nate. your bait on, yeah. baby. Bait and switch, baby. I am a big fisher. I enjoy fishing a lot. Hook, line, and sinker, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. I am a big fisher myself. I love freshwater and saltwater fishing. Beefcake baits will get you that big, bad Larry that you've been looking Looking for. for. If you want something custom, if you like to fish a certain way, or if you want to trust these guys Mm. with giving you the bait to get the fish that you want, I would highly recommend following them, reaching out to them. They have... Um, they have a Facebook page, like we said, Beefcake Baits. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that their Etsy page will be up soon if it's not up by That's now. Dope. That's dope. That's sell stuff on Etsy. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys are great. They really are. They're local. They're family-owned. Mm. This is what we're trying to do on here. We want to reach out, help these local businesses get the word out. Not that we have a lot of followers ourselves, but, yeah. you know, people that do watch us, please 
Go like their page, follow their page, reach yeah. out, give these guys your business. Don't go to the big chain places. Right, right. You know, Bass Pro Shop's gonna charge you up the wazoo yeah. for some bait. Yeah. So it probably won't even be as good of quality as you know. Probably not. Yeah. And you know, these guys, it's from people who care about the business. Yeah. They, you know, they're in it and and they want it. They want to do right by everyone. The fishing right. community is great people. Yeah. Everyone who fishes, you know, they're all good people. Yeah. So please reach out. Beefcake yeah. baits. Yeah. Facebook. Nathan, thank you for supporting our Nathan, podcast as well. Thank you too for supporting um, the podcast yeah, and sharing so. that. Um, with that said, this has been Pays to Have Friends. Thank you guys for watching. Okay, we'll see you next time. Peace. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>